Welcome everybody to Bitcoin Live with another exciting episode. Today we have David, I think it, your name is. Yeah, David uh, yes. from uh, Arknet. Uh, welcome to the show, David. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, it's uh, our pleasure yeah. to have you on. And um, yeah, David, could you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience so they know uh, who you are and uh, how you got involved with Arknet? I said you, you broke up. I didn't hear anything of that. I'm sorry. Oh, well, could you tell us, uh, our audience, a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with uh, ArcNet? What's the project about? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so uh, ArcNet is uh, inside of the parent company, Totochrome, uh, that's publicly traded on the stock exchange in the United States. The ticker symbol for that is TTCM. Uh, so Totochrome is a, a digital company. We work with a lot of uh, patents, patent pending licenses. Uh, we're developing technologies uh, in the space of imagery, augmented reality, uh, and we're, we're trying to you know, really make an indent on the world. Uh, I, myself, am the COO of that company uh, and the creator of the actual ArcNet concept. Our CEO, Dr. John Leonard, uh, was the creator of Clixie, which is the imagery authentication patents, uh, which is where we really got our start. Um, but all that sits inside of our public company, and I know we're looking to really change the world with what we're doing. Yeah, the project looks super exciting. When uh, Jan came, I was really, uh, it blew my mind. And uh, yeah, could you give our audience a little bit an idea about what, what you're capable of? What's the potential of this project? Because it's quite amazing. Yeah, so ArcNet itself is, uh, is pretty phenomenal. So imagine being a user and you know, everything is online nowadays. Facebook's online, Yelp, uh, everything's on the internet in, inside your phone. Uh, what we've done with ArcNet is we've taken that internet and allowed a user to overlay that internet in augmented reality in the geospace around them. So as a user, you can create these geolocated objects, but these objects actually act as storage containers of different types. So if it's even so much as a social media post, you have photos inside of it, videos, documents. Um, it can be restricted access, public access. Um, but, you know, being different types, they could also contain everything from a full e-commerce store where you're selling products. It could be a memorial over somebody's grave. It could be a, a mailbox where you receive digital mail. Um, the uses for this are absolutely endless. Now, all of these, you know, user-created objects run on one functional network. So I, I can view something from, you know, where you guys are in the Netherlands, and you yeah. can view something from where we are in the United States. Yeah. But we've also attached augmented reality to the concept of what we're doing. So imagine, you know, when the hardware finally starts to catch up and everybody's got a pair of uh, augmented reality glasses on their face and your phone's in your pocket and you're walking down, you know, Main Street downtown and you're seeing all these, these icons floating around you and you can interact with them and click on them and see what's inside of them. You're really overlaying a full digital network into the world around you. So you're bringing everything that's unorganized and disorganized on the Internet and bringing it into the geolocation of your surrounding area, or if you want to visit the pyramids in Gaza, or you want to go to Beijing for the day, you'll still be able to do the same thing and see, you know, what's in that space in that particular area. Yeah. So in that way, um, what <laughs> for? Uh, uh, repeat that one more time for me. Uh, what do you? Because uh, you also want to achieve something for um, the commerce, uh, like uh, stores, uh, physical stores. I'm so sorry. One more time. It kept breaking up on me. 
Um, no problem. Yeah. Uh, you also have um, um, a vision what you want to achieve for um, local stores with your uh, with your project Artnet. Yeah, so that is our, our Main Street Shopping Initiative. Um, so you look at you know the pandemic we just had. A lot of these smaller businesses they weren't yet involved in any sort of commerce. So if you're in your local town or local area, who was open? Who was closed? Who had online ordering? Who had an online store? It was very disjoint. Now there were a lot of large players like Amazon who we can't fault them for it, but they were very much built for what this was. They they were wide open and ready to receive orders. Now what Main Street does is it allows these businesses to create these geolocated icons that act as again storage containers, but also contain your entire store. So if I'm a, a florist, I could have all my products inside that store. Now, as a consumer, if I wanted to find, you know, as a local resident, a flower pot or a pizza or this, I Google search, I'm getting the top stores, I'm getting Walmart, I'm getting Home Depot, Amazon. It's very difficult for local competition to keep up. And being that all these local businesses are still very separate, none of us are unified. Even though we have the same customers, everybody's disjoined. So the ability for me to find a flower pot or a baseball bat or a thing of roses is very difficult in my in my area. So imagine if you can go on ArcNet and I can search for flowers. Now these four local florists in my area have that. I can buy it, I can pick it up, I can have it shipped all right from my store. So I can shop my local community of businesses or even a faraway area the same way that I shop Amazon, but I can do it locally and start and actually reconnect with local businesses on a local level. Yeah, that was one of the features I think there's a little of a back um, lag, a lag in it, yeah, in the interview. So to, for the people yeah, watching- Yeah, it goes, it goes blank every now and then, I'm sorry guys. No problem, no, no, problem, no problem. So, uh, and I can also imagine besides augmented reality, there's probably also a big uh, role for virtual reality and perhaps gaming. Oh, for sure. So we just, uh, I'm not sure if we put it out or how much I can say, um, but we have these uh, these AR, almost like a blend of AR, VR shells uh, that we're putting into ArcNet. Uh, one of our community members had a great idea for doing like augmented reality mazes. Uh, so we made one. Uh, it was, uh, she was like several hundred feet across. We did it in a, like a football field or a baseball field. And it was actually a giant augmented reality shell. And uh, our uh, lead dev guy Jordan was actually walking through and doing a th walking through a maze inside this uh, augmented reality shell, and uh, on this you know, the solid maze was actually different picture icons. Uh, we took photos from actually one of our stores in Main Street. So as you're walking through a maze, you could actually you'll be able to in the future interact with all those different products that are on the walls in there. So it's, you you can customize it. You know, imagine them for like uh, for Halloween and they have those Halloween mazes. You can actually build an AR maze and walk through an augmented reality maze. You know, at your baseball field, or if it's small enough, you know, in your front yard without tripping. But you know, we're we're kind of starting to blend the AR VR experience, you know, into the platform, which is awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And like you say, you really can also visualize it, so it makes a user interface probably much more, uh, much better, very user friendly, yeah. actually. Yeah. So imagine like the same thing, you know, with with our stores. With like the iPhone, the hardware is finally starting to catch up with what we're trying to do. Uh, so the latest iPhones have those scanners. Imagine being an ArcNet user and you have like a floral shop, I keep using that example, but you, know, you want to scan a bouquet of flowers or a, a vase to put inside your store. 
you can scan that item with your phone in 3D and load it into your ArcNet store. So before I even go and buy that vase or I buy that thing of flowers, I can actually pull it up in 3D AR. Yeah, my wife gonna like these? Yeah, she's gonna like these. And I can go make that purchase. But the same thing for sneakers or for for sofas, cars, you know, you name it with the the e-commerce landscape is gonna really change the way that shopping uh, is gonna materialize. Uh, David, do you have any competition in this uh, uh, field? Oh, for sure. There's there's augmented reality uh, all over the place. I know uh, Amazon's starting to do it. I saw an ad on my uh, Facebook feed for Walmart. You know, see this chair in your space. I mean, the, the comments <laughs> weren't uh, weren't the nicest in the world. Uh, but you know, that's really the way that uh, that shopping is headed. Everything, uh, the narrative of what's been out there with this pandemic is money is dirty, contactless purchases, buying online. Uh, it, it's the way the world is headed, whether we like it or not. Uh, everything's going to become digital. Um, so instead of me buying something and then having to return it, uh, I can see it in full scale what it is in my house before I even make the purchase. Uh, so that's going to be a large part of learning, commerce, education, and healthcare. It's going to touch every facet of our lives. But competition-wise, I mean, there's plenty of platforms out there. Um, a lot of the augmented reality ones are really a kind of a one and done. So there's an app for an augmented reality spider or an app for your AR sneakers or this or that. Um, what we've done with ArcNet is we're creating a platform where all of that can live. So we think of it kind of like an incubator. So if you have that really cool sneaker AR application, well, let's integrate it into ArcNet. And that was part of our, our shopping experience. So we're, we're creating a home for all of that augmented reality. Yeah, that's probably also why it's called ArcNet, like uh, the, the, the arc, arc of VR and AR. I love it, AR. Um, yeah. and yes, it works out pretty good. So if like, like in, oops, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, the AR obviously is in the word arc, but arcs are really, when we go back to the, the concept, an arc is something where you keep something valuable. So whether it be pictures or photos or videos, and then the network of arcs being the arc net and AR really fits into all that, which is awesome. So it worked out well. Uh, we we love it, and um, I was also wondering about uh, the payment structure because I, I guess you can uh, mm -hmm. also pay with fiat, but also with crypto probably. Yeah, so right now we have a uh, Stripe integration. Stripe has done a fantastic job with mobile payments and as well as apps. Um, they are well ahead of most competitors out there. Uh, so if you make a purchase now, you know, like kind of like Amazon, your credit card's stored on file and it's encrypted. We don't handle any credit card processing information. Uh, but if you want to shop your local community, uh, your payment is stored inside of our system. So if I go out and I shop at five different stores locally, I've exposed my credit card information at five different places. If I were to go on ArcNet and make those same five purchases, I still only expose my credit card once. Um, so that is, you know, we're trying to make that a, a seamless process shopping your entire community. Um, but as far as uh, crypto, a lot of it falls on the backs of um, Apple. Google, yeah. the banks, Stripe, they're still very much, eh, no, hands off, hands off. So integrating that in such a way where it's not going to cause a problem or get us booted if you want to take everything. But the the coolest part is, you know, I'm sure even with your own family, a lot of people have no idea what crypto is. It scares them. They know it as Bitcoin. Uh, with all this Dogecoin and all that stuff coming out, you know, you could be like the other weekend I was eating ice cream. And the people on the table next to us saying, you know, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. And it kind of puts a smile on my face because the average person is now becoming aware of digital assets. 
Um, so making more of seamless purchases and easy purchases uh, is going to be the future of what we're doing. So, so what is it about uh, the project that you excites you the most? What about ArcNet is uh, like your favorite feature? Oh, there's so many things. I mean, the e-commerce is pretty spectacular. Uh, pretty spectacular. Uh, personally, I really like the memorials. Uh, that's always been kind of a uh, a personal note for me. Um, so, a, a brief description on that is, you know, same thing with all this uh, pandemic stuff. People weren't allowed to go to funerals. There was a lack of closure. Um, so being able to create one of these objects over a gravestone and have people comment on it, leave videos, it's really a uh, an everlasting memorial to a person's life. Imagine if, if you knew you were you know on your way out, I could leave a, a video to my family and have it posted. It sits in there and just floats in geospace over my gravestone. I could be visited from on site or from the Netherlands. Uh, so I think that's probably the... Uh, the heartstring one for me is definitely that one, um, but the e-commerce one and the NFTs are probably uh, the most exciting. Yeah, can you no, tell us, no. uh, tell our audience a little bit about the NFTs? Yeah, so um, going back to 2013, Chrome, that's where we got our start. Uh, we've been very much in imagery, authentication, and ownership is kind of our, the core of what we are. So the concepts that we applied for patents, which are now referred to as NFTs today, we took you know imagery and we said well how can we trust this picture who owns this picture um so by using our method steps and the patent we applied for and using something like a camera or a smartphone or a scanner you know we found a way in, in our method steps to authenticate that or use something like a blockchain to make that viable um so it's 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 pretty phenomenal what that works into and a, a lot of players are now using this technology um for real, like MLB and the UFC wants to do it and selling all these these NFT tokens and cards and pictures. Um, but we really were the pioneers in the NFT imagery space before the term NFT was even coined. Uh, so we've been a long-standing player in that space. And, and that, that applies to more than imagery. So if you, if you can you know, kind of further put that into the ArcNet platform, what if every single one of those arcs was an NFT? You can attach NFTs to documents, people, imagery, videos, mailboxes, signatures, you name it, we've built the platform that can literally be a, a metaverse and make anything an NFT. But more importantly, making it seamless, easy, and cheap. So your average person could just click a button and oop, it's an NFT. And that's what we want to do. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that blows my mind. And I think a lot of our audience and people don't know about ArcNet yet, they will in uh, the short future, I uh, could imagine. Uh, but that's a very powerful um, uh, feature because I think uh, you just explained it beforehand a little bit, but everything will be digital. Uh, if you, if yeah. you go for shopping or even real estate or um, uh, even a picture or video, everything will be uh, digital. Um, and then it's very important that we know who's the owner and the use uh, usability that's uh, that has been uh, that's uh, critical. a critical yeah. piece uh, that has been very hard for people who are non-tech or, uh, or or a little bit older. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah, that. our experience with yeah. NFT is that most people associate them with imagery, uh, especially with art. But uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in essence, is actually like a unique identity that you can prove a unique yeah. identity. And you can use yeah. it for anything. And, and actually, going back to your the imagery and the art, you know, I, I think a lot of it is like I've mentioned before, it's it's kind of a bubble. 
you know, the NFT and the, the artwork pieces, it, it's an exciting portion of this, but the utility for me is where it's really exciting. So now if you take the additional features of these, what we call Clixie patents, those patents from 2013 and, and beyond, um, we have we have five of those granted patents now, three of them which cover uh, the NFT portions. But if you look at the additional features, with the picture, not only is it just assigned ownership on a blockchain, but there's also multiple layers of invisible steganography and watermarking that are applied to those imagery and those objects. So now if I have that picture and somebody makes a copy, okay, who's got the original? Well, mine has the watermarking. If you disturb so much as a pixel, that's not the original. I have the original. Um, so, and with all that additional metadata using widgets and all that stuff, you can identify, well, my picture's over here, my picture's over there, my picture's over there, but I saw the original. Um, so that can be very important in the, in the future, you know, not even so much for, for content creators, which, you know, realistically, everybody now is a content creator. You don't got to be famous in Hollywood anymore. Everybody is a content creator, you know, included. Um, so, but it, it's the way the world is going and having all those features packed into your imagery and being able to have, you know, conversations inside of an NFT, wow. uh, that's something well beyond, you know, what, what is out there now. There are websites, you buy my 3D picture, you can buy this, but, you know, have you taken it to the next step? You know, can, can you like an NFT? Can you share it? Can you comment inside of it? And can you put things inside of that NFT? And that's, that's the level we've really taken this to. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, can you also review a little bit about your roadmap to the future? I mean, uh, what are some of the new features that are coming? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it or is it all hush-hush? Um, well, being that we are a publicly traded company, there are some disclosure laws that we have to abide by. Um, being that you know, we have some viewers here, but, you know, 8,000 and change shareholders, uh, this wouldn't be a medium for no public disclosure, but uh, we do have some exciting things coming in, in regards to NFTs and exchanges and uh, you know, a, a crypto token and, and all that jazz, which would be coming in the very, 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 very term. Uh, hint, wink, wink. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's some exciting stuff. A lot of the stuff is the, the polish up, the augmented reality, uh, adding some navigation to the app itself and really trying to make it seamless. So we'll have, um, probably this weekend is all of our AR and 3D objects inside the application will have their own kind of library. So it'll be a very quick, easy access to start pulling up AR. Uh, but those would be kind of the uh, advances they're really pushing towards now to make it seamless, make it fun, uh, start adding some games. We have some teasers about the uh, the moon landscape there, which will be another world for communities that can start geolocating, and that'll have some some game and NFT aspects to it. Uh, so that'll be some uh, some fun stuff as well. Uh, also, a personal question: I saw your uh, video on YouTube also about what ArcNet is and how it works. Uh, but yeah. uh, I want to download the app because you also have a app for iPhone and for uh, for Android. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I couldn't download it because I'm in the Netherlands. Um, yeah. Are you going to play worldwide, or is the Netherlands uh, on the list? Or it is. So, so you guys, you guys fall into GDPR. Um, if you're familiar with that, uh, th those privacy policies and regulations have some serious, serious teeth to them. Uh, one of the core missions of ArcNet, Twitter, and Clixie uh, was to be sure that we're providing data privacy for individuals as well as ownership. Uh, so we collect as little information on a user as possible unlike some of these other large platforms we're not going to be farming data we're not selling data uh, but at the same time we have to make sure that the data we do have is secure as physically possible uh, the fines that you know the european union passes out with gdpr are not little speeding tickets they are substantial uh, but we did uh, start making the moves to
adjust our terms of service, uh, add multi-language to our platform. We now have Spanish on though. Uh, so we're exploring and adding to uh, dozens or even hopefully the rest of the world uh, to start adding the ability to download because you know, realistically, the three Americas, I call them, you know, Australia, United States and Canada is where we are now. Uh, that is not the largest portion of the NFT market by any stretch. You look at you know, Southeast Asia, Europe, South America, uh, there are tons of digital asset users on there that we certainly want to make our platform available to. And that's where we're making the steps for that now is to really uh, expand our availability to those. I mean, we're not a website. So we, we are a mobile application, which makes it a little harder than a, an average website. Uh, but now we want to start expanding that now that we have a footing and uh, a grasp on uh, what, what's happening. Well, it's, it's always good to work. So the more secure, the better. Well, that's good to yeah. um, but we, I'm also kind of curious uh, because the whole AR field and the VR field, how far along is that uh, from your perspective? It's getting there. The problem you have with I mean, the AR glasses are coming along. The biggest problem, I think, is, is location. Uh, your average GPS signal, depending on your phone, depending on where the satellites are, I mean, you can have ranges that vary from 30 feet. Uh, so which is not very helpful if I'm walking down the street for, for positioning objects. So image recognition is, is coming a long way, but we do need you know additional hardware developments to make that a little more accurate. I mean, it's pretty accurate now based on the map and the um, locations we use now are pretty accurate. But even though they're accurate inside the application, your phone may not be the best. So if you're using maybe an iPhone 7, or an iPhone yeah. 6, you know, your hardware is limited. The GPS is limited. So it, it can cause an experience to uh, to vary or a geolocation to vary, unfortunately. But I mean, it, it's, it's getting there. It's coming along. It's just the, the hardware has to catch up to the, the software. Okay. Well, the sense. software has to catch up to it in some cases, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, we always also ask our guests, uh, because this is a crypto and NFT uh, project, um, what is your uh, prospect on um, crypto in like the near term or the, or the well, let's say two, three years out? How do you see the crypto space develop? Uh, I think there's going to be a, a lot of projects that will probably go away. Um, there was a larger weeding out. Um, it's, it's really going to boil down to some store of value, but in the larger part, some utility. So we've seen a lot of you know, hype and these meme coins and all that stuff that may or may not provide utility. Um, but once people start using it for actual transactions at businesses, uh, it's going to pick up steam rapidly. So the, the Doge, Dogecoin, Dogecoin, however you say it, uh, is definitely a really a good thing for overall awareness of the crypto space. I mean, some people certainly lost money on it, um, but I don't think it's going anywhere. It's the future of the world. You look at, you know, what the uh, Federal Reserve, the IMF, you know, what these uh, larger players are doing. They're saying, hey, it's coming. It's coming. We're all going to have digital currencies. Uh, China's ahead of the curve, and there's, there's really no escaping it. You know, if you want a business now, you know that cash payments are are probably no more than 18%, 16%. Everything's credit card processing now. Um, so it's becoming a very much a uh, cashless world, and digital assets are going to streamline that because nobody wants to pay 2.5%, 3.5% on every every processing fee. I'd rather pay you know, a lot more smaller than that, <laughs> of course. Uh, we totally agree. Actually, uh, yeah, more or less the same question about NFTs. You sort of already yeah. answered it, uh, but how do you look at the NFT space as a whole? 
I think it's going to expand. I mean, once people get a grasp on what it is and get off the, the hype of you know the current market and start looking ahead five years and the actual utility of, of what's going on, uh, we'll start getting a lot more use out of it and viability. But it, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. You're going to hear the word NFT or the phrase NFT for the rest of your life in some form or another or some method of another. Um, so I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, uh, if people, a uh, uh, personal question, of course, but um, mm -hmm. if you have hold an NFT, uh, is it easy to uh, integrate it in ArcNet? Can you upload it in there, in there already as a, as a uh, private uh, person? Yeah, so th that I think is one of the biggest problems with NFTs now. You use something like OpenSea or some of these other sites, your NFT pretty much becomes a website link. So yeah. who's who's storing that, that picture? Our development partner, Honeycomb Archive, has 20 years of digital asset storage experience for Fortune 100 companies. So if you buy an NFT, well, we can hold it for you. You can store it, you can take it yourself, but it's not gonna be just a link, it's gonna be something viable in that space. Um, so I think it's, we're gonna be solving a lot of problems and paving the way for other companies to make advancements in that as well. Yeah, that, that will be a big use case uh, uh, for ArcNet as well, and for for all, for persons, but also for companies to uh, to yeah. start uh, doing stuff in the NFT space and uh, go yeah. to ArcNet to be in your virtual world. Yeah, I think they will improve improve the whole space yeah. in a big way. Well, yeah, but uh, think about with with commerce, and I didn't actually answer your original question, but if you want to bring in an NFT some for someplace else. We're going to be working on, you know, making that process possible. But you know, there's non-fungible tokens, but there's also fungible tokens. So yeah. there's a difference between the two. And when you when you talk about commerce, if I have 300 products for sale, you know, if I want to attach NFTs to those and see where they went, or collectors editions and things like that, you'll be able to do that. And think about baseball cards and memorabilia and all that stuff too, and have that actually have a ownership sequence attached to, you know, all of those products as well. Wow. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, maybe a final question. Um, uh, is there any development within ArcNet that you want to um, you know, highlight, highlight or if you want to share with our audience? Uh, definitely NFT stuff and navigation. NFT will be the, uh, the biggest things. I mean, we're working towards pushing out our uh, Main Street initiative. We have a lot of local events down in Florida uh, that we're going to be attending. There's, there's dozens of those over the next several months. Um, but the uh, the NFT stuff is definitely going to be the most exciting and relevant. And we're starting to get attention from uh, a lot of uh, bigger people. I saw like Charles Payne was commenting on some of our, another interview that we did, which is pretty awesome. Um, so we're looking to uh, get some more larger videos and really start getting us out there. Um, and now exposure is the name of the game. So I anticipate there's going to be a lot more of these interviews going forward. Um, but really just... Um, jumping on to the mainstream and people saying that then where the hell did this company come from they've been building yeah. for two and a half years and we've never heard of them uh, so it's really out of left field by design to make sure nobody can duplicate what we're doing use the patents and patent pennings that we have and just say here we are baby we're here to stay well th those are the best companies so yeah the builders and then then marketing and we'll help push it yeah. because we love it yeah we we yeah, totally sure, yeah. Happy and proud that you came on Bitcoin Live and talk about Arcnet because uh, I saw your videos and I saw what what I think it is huge potential. Yeah, I think it's not even uh, yeah. Uh, how do you say? It? You cannot put it into uh, numbers what what your company uh, is about to do. So um, yeah, yeah we're supporting it, retweeting it, and uh, looking for all the 
new features that will uh, arise really soon, as you explained, uh, without uh, um, telling us exactly. But we'll keep uh, <laughs> keep a close tab. Yeah, we will. Uh, it. It's exciting stuff, man. I'm I'm so excited. I'm grateful for you guys and for all of our community and our shareholders and. I uh, anticipate there's going to be another another community joining our community very soon, uh, which is uh, pretty exciting. It's going to champion what we're doing, and so we're just looking to change the world for the better. And you know, there there is so much that can be developed here. We're not looking to hinder any development of any kind. You know, you, you join us you know, and let's let's make the world a better place. It's it's really the name of the game. Wow. Well, we wish you all the best, and we know you will succeed. And we will try to do our little best to uh, help it along uh, in a little bit. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that very much. We well, we appreciate that, all of us. Okay. Thanks very much for being on the show, David. We really love to talk to you. Hope you'll be back on uh, when you have the time uh, a little bit later on. And, You're uh, always welcome. Yeah. Always welcome on Bitcoin. Absolutely. Life. Yeah, let's, okay. let's do another show when we have these uh, these other developments out. And we can go more in-depth to the uh, NFTs and the uh, digital assets and all that stuff. That'll be spectacular. We'd love to. That sounds really good. Yeah. So, okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, David. Have a great Sunday. Yeah. Wish you a really nice day. Well, talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. So, people, that was David of Artnet. Uh, yeah. A really exciting project. Uh, definitely check it out. We'll put all the information you need down in the description box. Uh, and, of course, also follow us on Twitter because we tweet about these kind of projects. Um, and retweet. And retweet, of course. So uh, we keep a close tab on them, uh, but also follow them themselves on Twitter because that's the best place to get the information straight from the project itself. Uh, show them some love. Uh, they're really big. They're going to be much, much, much bigger. Much yeah, bigger. This is the future. <laughs> People, this was the future, is the future. So, and uh, it will be um, yeah, something very, very big in my mind. Uh, so uh, yeah, I would uh, not lose them out of my sight. And like David said, there's a lot of really exciting stuff coming really soon. In the near future. Uh, the so, really near future. Yeah, so uh, we'll keep you posted on it. Uh, we're very excited and we're very happy that David was on our show. And uh, we'll try to get even more and uh, awesome projects on the show like ArcNet. Uh, we love it. And uh, we'll keep so growing. We always do a sm small giveaway for your attention. Uh, so uh, we'll, we always do that on Twitter. So uh, tell uh, us and Arknet, so tag Arknet and David uh, on Twitter and tell us uh, tell uh, us and Arknet what you take, what's your biggest takeaway about this awesome project. And uh, the best one will uh, give $10 worth of XRP. Yeah, it's doing uh, really nice yeah. at this moment. So fast uh, uh, transaction. transaction on one of the fastest blockchains, I think out there yep. uh, for your attention. So uh, tag us, tag ArcNet, Arcnet and yep. um, uh, give us your takeaway on this video. Yeah, just make a simple tweet. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're also going to transition transition ourselves. We're trying to improve our channel continually. Uh, and we're going to uh, make shorter content and to make it higher quality. Yeah. Uh, that's always our aim. Uh, but uh, soon you'll see what it is going About. to mean. Okay, uh, on that note, we're going to say goodbye to you guys and we'll be back real soon. So keep your eyes posted for Bitcoin Line Live and uh, see you soon. We yeah. always say two things at the end. Yeah, watch, watch learn, learn and earn and make sure you wonder. wonder. Take care, guys.